0: Good afternoon. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech podcast. Free Press Media Press, Inc. puts on this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today we will discuss the U.S. Supreme Court case Iconu versus Brunetti. Forgive me if I pronounced either of those names wrong. I read this on the Supreme Court site itself. This is a case from 2019. In this case, to sum it up, this one guy ran a business, and he wanted to get a trademark for F-U-C-T, for some clothing line or something like that. And there was this act called the Lantham Act, which forbid obscene things like that from being trademarked. So he pressed through, he pressed through, and it went all the way up to the, the Supreme Court. In its opinion, the court ruled that this guy had some rights. As the court stated, quote, The bar thus violated the bedrock First Amendment principle that the government cannot discriminate against ideas that offend. It is viewpoint-based. The meanings of immoral and scandalous are not mysterious, but resort to some dictionary still helps to lay bare the problem. When is expressive material... Immoral, According to a standard definition, it is inconsistent with the rectitude, purity, or good morals, wicked or vicious. Webster's New International Dictionary says that's where it came from. Or again, when it's opposed to violating morality or morally evil. Shorter Oxford Dictionary. So the Lantham Act permits registration of marks that champion society's sense of rectitude and morality. But not marks that denigrate those concepts. And when is such material scandalous? It says a typical definition when it gives offense to the conscious or moral feeling, excites reprobation or calls out condemnation. Or again, when it is shocking to the sense of truth, decency, or propriety, disgraceful, offensive, or disreputable. So, the Latham Act allows registration marks wherein their messages accord with, but not when their messages defy society's sense of decency and propriety. In any event, the immoral, scandalous bar is substantially overbroad. There are a great many immoral, scandalous ideas in the world, even more than they are swear words, and the Latham Act covers them all. It therefore violates the First Amendment. We accordingly affirm the judgment of a court of appeals. End quote. Hooray, hooray! A victory for freedom of speech and the First Amendment. As a person who writes obscene work, I wouldn't want my work to be denied copyright, or if I ever applied for a trademark, I wouldn't want that to be denied to me. So I applaud what this fellow did here. He took this as high as he could go, and he won, and it not only benefited him, it benefits us all. A concurring judge stated the following. Quote, viewpoint discrimination is a poison to a free society. End quote. Indeed it is. I don't like that viewpoint discrimination. And as a person who puts out art that some people consider extreme, I champion those who recognize the power of permitting this. And remember what Ron Paul said. Freedom of speech is not to talk about the weather. It's there for some extreme ideas. Or something to the fact he said. The point stands that extreme ideas, offensive ideas, all those beautiful words that they mention Disgraceful, offensive, disreputable. against society's rectitude of morality, those are the things that we need freedom of speech for. And sometimes I enjoy when those things are expressed. I certainly value the principle that allows them to be expressed for me and for others. The dissenting opinion did raise some issues worthy of consideration. As in most of these cases, there's nuances and even Those of us who are First Amendment purists do sometimes allow for some exceptions. So the dissenting judges stated the following. The First Amendment protects the freedom of speech. It does not require the government to give aid and comfort to those using obscene, vulgar, and profane modes of expression. End quote. So what do you think about that? Is that what's happening here? What do you think? The dissenting opinion continues. How much harm to the First Amendment's interest is a bar on registering highly vulgar or obscene trademarks work? Not much. The, statu- the statute leaves businesses free to use highly vulgar or obscene words on their products, and even a vulgar word as a trademark provided that he or she is willing to forego the benefits of registration. End quote. That's good at least. At least the statute at its core is not going to that level where it banned obscene words altogether. So do you think it's going too far? Do you think we should still have the trademark rights even though we can still do it without the benefits of registration? I personally wouldn't see the point of getting a trademark myself. I did apply for copyrights when I was younger, but it cost something. So, it's not worth it, and like they all say, you can oftentimes prove it without an official registration. But still, the point is, should they or should they not be allowed to do this? So, what do you think? And how will you advance freedom of speech, the First Amendment, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.